is our second time looking now at verses 15 and 16 of Philippians 3, which starts here. We'll need this context this time, so that's why I'm printing it. Let those of us who are mature or perfect, as we talked about last time, think this way. And that's my focus in this session. Think this way. The old King James says, Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. Now that's an odd way to talk. We don't we don't talk like that today, but I wish we did, kind of. I wish we could create words like mindsetedly. <laughs> because this this phrase here for think this way is is have this mindset. Let me point you to something interesting just to show you how Paul thinks. Here in Ephesians 4.22, it says, Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Now, who talks like that? The spirit of your mind, which means that your mind doesn't just have rational, propositional thoughts. It has a disposition. It has a, a set, a set. We call it a mind set with a spirit to it. And so when he says, think this way, the phrase he's using is the phrase that connotes mindset. It occurs twice before in this letter. One is right here in chapter one. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way. That's a translation of this exact phrase. This feel this way, have this mindset about you, because it isn't just a thought about them, it's a confidence. He has a confidence about them. His mind has a certain feel to it about them, a certain set, a conviction about them. So this is a word that's very hard to bring over into English, this phroneo Greek word group. Now, the other illustration of this, the other occurrence of think this way, feel this way, have this mindset, be thus minded, is in chapter 2. But before I get there, I want to go back and first deal with the immediate context. When he says, have this mindset, he's obviously referring to what he has at least recently said. So let's remind ourselves of what that is. And then you'll see why the illustration or the link to 2, 5 to 8 is so insightful, so incredibly important. Remember, he says, I want to know Christ. And I want to know the power of his resurrection. I want to share his sufferings. I want to become like him in his death. Now, I think this is the mindset he's talking about here. Namely, I'm after Christ. 
I want, Paul says, let those of us who are mature be after Christ like that. Let those of us who are perfect and mature be pressing on to know the power of the resurrection and to share his sufferings and to become like him in his death so that we might attain the resurrection of the dead. And then this section right here is just so remarkable where he says, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfected, but I press on to make it my own because Christ has made me his own. Brothers, I do not. So he he stresses this double not here. Not that I have already obtained this. Not that I consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on. So this way of thinking here that he wants the mature to have is both a passionate pursuit of Christ and his power and his sufferings and the likeness to his death and a humble, I think just a note being struck here, isn't it? I don't want to give the impression I have become perfected. I don't want to give the impression that I have made all this my own, that I've arrived as though I could somehow skip over the sufferings of Christ because I'm perfected. I have arrived. I don't need to to go through the hell that Jesus went through. I don't need to become like him in his dying. I'm already perfected. I've already made it my own. No, he's explicitly saying no, no, no. Because he wants to underline the way of thinking, which is share his sufferings, become like him in his death. Now, so if you do a word search on this verb, think this way, besides chapter 1, verse 7, you get chapter 2, verse 5. Have this mind. Think this way. Be thus minded. That's the very phrase behind this phrase. Think this way. Have this mindset. Be thus minded. What minded? This minded. What? What's here? Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. And here's the description of the mindset that we are to have. Though he was in the form of God, he didn't count equality with God a thing to be grasped staying in heaven and refusing to suffer on earth, he emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself. He became obedient to his father. He was willing to die. He was willing to die the worst death imaginable. That's the mindset of the Christian. Have that mind in you. So when he says, let those of us who are mature think this way, the most natural connection is right there. I want to know his power. I don't want that power to enable me to skip over sufferings, but rather to endure and share sufferings. And in that way, a a powerful enduring of sufferings with Christ become like him in his death. Namely, have this mindset from chapter 2, verses 5 through 8. Now, it would be good to remember just briefly as we close, two of his heroes in this book are Timothy 
and Epaphroditus, and he includes them because they have this mindset. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I too may be cheered by news of you, for I have no one like him. Now, what makes him so special? He is genuinely concerned for your welfare. That is, he doesn't just take thought for his own interests, but also for the interests of others, which is what we saw back in 2.3, leading to the mindset of 2.5 to 8. He is genuinely concerned for your welfare. They all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ, but you know Timothy's proven worth. So Timothy embodies the mindset we're talking about. And then here's Epaphroditus in 2.29 to 30. Receive him in the Lord. When I send him to you, receive him with all joy and honor such men. What kind? For he nearly died for the work of Christ. He risked his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. So when you talk about this mindset here, be thus minded, and then you see becoming like him in his death, enduring sufferings with him. And then you see that back here in 2, 5 to 8, that very phrase occurs in 2, 5 to 8 to refer to this mindset of Jesus who took the form of a servant and humbled himself, became obedient to the point of death on a cross. We realize what Paul is really after here. Let those of us who are mature think this way, have this mindset, have this spirit of your mind so that you long for Christ in his power, through his sufferings, becoming like him in his death.